You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. We are almost done with February. That means that spring is right around the corner. The weather is hopefully going to start getting sunnier and a little more warm. And I tell you what, I am ready for spring. It has been a long winter, right? Oh my gosh, I can't wait for sunny, beautiful days and less darkness and all the things that come along with spring. But We're still in the winter, we're still in February, and we are still focusing on really showing ourselves love, right? That's been our theme for this whole month, and that does not change with today's episode. I'm really excited because today we're going to be talking about advocating for yourself and your health, and we are joined by an incredible woman who shares her story about Hashimoto's and the journey it took her to find out that that's what she was experiencing and how she advocated for herself along the way to really take care of herself in the best way possible. And she's going to be sharing all kinds of tips on how you can advocate for yourself and your health as well, which is an incredible way to show yourself love is by speaking up and taking care of yourself. So I'm super excited for this episode. I hope that you will enjoy it. And I think that from the conversation that we had, it seems like Hashimoto's is a lot more common uh, than what we might realize and that a lot of people might be experiencing it without knowing it. So it's an interesting episode for sure and definitely some great tips. So we'll get into that after couple other things here. I want to give you all a quick bump update. I am going to be 19 weeks here shortly. I have officially announced to everyone that I'm pregnant now, not just you guys who listen to the podcast. So the news is out, the cat's out of the bag, and I'm pretty excited to just continue sharing my journey because this pregnancy hasn't been super easy and it's been interesting, you know, being pregnant again with a toddler and running my businesses. And so it's been, you know, really important for me that I share that journey with everybody. So at almost 19 weeks, I'm finally starting to feel a lot better. I'm starting to get my energy back and my bump is getting bigger. I've pulled out my maternity clothes. So I've got that new wardrobe going on and I just can't wait for our next doctor's appointment where we have the 20 week ultrasound and we start to find out the gender of our baby, which I just can't wait. So we can do all the things like the nursery and you know, just, I don't know. It's so exciting once you know. I'm the kind of person who has to know things and the unknown does not do well with me. So super looking forward to that. I'm going to hit you with my highs and lows and then we will go ahead and get into the episode for today. So my high for the week, which wasn't this week, but how have I not talked about the Super Bowl halftime show on here yet? Like, oh my gosh, that literally blew my mind. I was laughing because towards the end of the halftime show, like the last song, I think, I 
got goosebumps and I almost started to cry. And I don't know if it was like my pregnancy hormones or the nostalgia of it all, or maybe a little bit of both, but I was just overwhelmed with emotion and the tears really almost started to come out. It was it was pretty funny. But yeah, that halftime show was incredible. We stood up the whole time. We were dancing. Nora was dancing with us. Now she's obsessed with Snoop Dogg. She's like talking about him all the time, drawing pictures of Snoop Dogg. Like she <laughs> she loved it as much as as much as we all did. So I hope you enjoyed the halftime show as well. Definitely the highlight of the year so far, I would say. It was, yeah, absolutely incredible. As for my lows, um, we had a COVID, our first COVID exposure happen um, at Nora's preschool. And so we had to go into quarantine and kind of lock down. Everybody is totally fine, but um, it was a situation where Somebody sent their kid to school while they were pending a COVID test and it came back positive while she was at school. And so she got sent home right away. But um, yeah, it was a close call and we got lucky this time. So still no COVID, just yeah, our first exposure and that quarantine was rough. So we're all good to go, but that definitely derailed everything, right? Like no activities, no preschool, no dance class, which is, you know, usually my working hours. So I had to make some adjustments for the past week or so, which, you know, mom life, right? Like that's what we got to do. We do what we got to do. But uh, yeah, it was definitely the low for the week, but turned out to be good because everything is okay. So that's it for the highs and lows. We are going to get on with our guest here. I am super, super, super excited about this episode. Our guest for the episode helps women with Hashimoto's lose weight and feel energized so they can confidently be the woman that they used to be before the diagnosis and also live a symptom-free life. She is from Massachusetts. She has three kids and a husband of 15 years, and she has such an incredible story. So we're going to take a quick break. And right after that, please help me welcome Onelli to the show. Before we get into this episode, I have to tell you guys about something so exciting. You have probably heard me tease about it on Instagram or on other episodes, but I have to share the news here with all of you right now. I have created something that has taken every single experience and tool that I've found along the way in my 12 years of entrepreneurship and three and a half years of being a mom and put it into a signature program that I'm offering now to all of you. This is called the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind. It is time for you to build the business of your dreams around the life you love, just as I have done. Members of the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind will develop an exceptional understanding of who you are as both an entrepreneur and a mother. You will be provided with the confidence and support to live your life and grow your business the way you want to and a custom action plan on how to find that balance that we've all been craving. You don't have to do this alone, mamas. You don't have to choose between being a good mom and having the business of your dreams. With the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind, you will go from struggling through day to day, not having enough time, feeling overwhelmed and completely out of control in your business to feeling confident and balanced. 
in your business and your life in just three months. The Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind will walk you through the process, teach you to create a unique balance that works for you, provide you with support and personal accountability, and give you the tools you need to ditch the side hustle and grow that business that you have always wanted. This is for you if you're struggling to find balance between your life and your business and you keep hearing that balance just doesn't exist. This is for you if you're dreaming of growing your business and ditching the side hustle, but you're afraid people won't take you seriously if they know you're a mom. This is for you if you're feeling lost as a mom and a business owner, you're tired of hiding who you are and you need some direction and clarity, or if you're feeling isolated and alone, if you're not connecting with your audience, you're not making sales and you just can't figure out why. This is for you if you're battling major overwhelm that leads to struggling to show up consistently and intentionally in your business or as a mother. Or if you're struggling to be fully present, which we'll be talking about a lot today in this episode, and losing yourself while caring for everyone else. This is for you if you are dealing with that imposter syndrome where you're seeing other moms crush it and you wish that was your life. And this is for you if you've been searching for a community of women who understand what you're going through and will surround you with the support and cheerleading that you need to be successful. The Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind will guide you through my signature program that breaks down your life, your business, and identity and helps you rebuild your foundations and strategies to work for you, tailored to your lifestyle. Enrollment is open through the month of February. So if this mastermind sounds like exactly what you've been looking for, make sure you check out the link in the show notes or send me an email so we can chat more about it at megan at bossladiesandbabies.com. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet Glitter Me This and Things, formerly known as Crystal Romalo Designs. Glitter Me This and Things is run by Crystal Romalo and is here to help you with all of your customized and handmade items from tumblers to clothing, home decor, and so much more. You've definitely seen her work here around Boss Ladies and Babies as she's partnered with us to create all of our swag. Crystal is always here to bring your custom items to life. She loves creating that one-on-one personalized experience to let you feel involved with the creation process if that's your jam. Otherwise, give her your ideas and let her run with it. Check out Glitter Me This and Things and use code THANKYOU10 for 10% off any item. Hello, Onelli, and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing so good. I'm so happy that we connected and that you're here today. And I cannot wait to have you share your story and empower our listeners. But before we get into it, I'm so excited to chat with you. Let's go ahead and have you introduce yourself to the audience. Tell them who you are, what you do, and what makes you a boss lady. Yes. Um, thank you. My name is Onelli Hernandez, and I am a certified um, AIP coach and health coach. So I help women with Hashimoto's lose weight and feel energized so they can confidently be the woman that they used to be before diagnosis. So I've been doing this for a while now. Awesome. Yeah, I love your Instagram page is so First of all, it's beautiful. Like it's very aesthetically pleasing, but so informational. And I just love 
how you're taking your experience and putting yourself out there to help so many other people. It's, it's very cool what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So you have a very powerful story. And when I heard you tell it, I knew that I had to have you come on and share your experience because I feel like this story is going to resonate with a lot of people. And, you know, at this podcast, we're all about helping other people feel less alone. And many of us have similar challenges to what you've experienced. And it seems like these kinds of challenges can be really isolating, right? And so let's kind of start hearing about your story and your journey to discovering that you had Hashimoto's and what kind of inspired you to do what you're doing now. Yeah, so it was, I was struggling for a while with, um, you know, feeling tired, don't to wake up in the mornings and I was like okay this is not good right um started having some of those symptoms and then um when the pandemic hit that's when I started noticing more stuff because I thought like before I didn't pay much attention because I was so busy 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 going everywhere going to work going to college bringing the kids karate after school everywhere right and I didn't have the time to think about it but once the pandemic hit and I was like home with the kids out of the job um I started noticing like okay I gained a few pounds like everybody did right when when the pandemic first started and I started again my um journey to lose the weight again um being a health coach so I knew what to do so I started doing um you know my things that I normally do. And then um, I noticed that a month into it, I didn't lose a single pound. Mm -hmm. And I was more tired, um, feeling cold intolerance, like my my nails turned purple when um, even with the AC on at at the house, you know, and and numbing feeling. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. You know, that's not normal. Um, let me send uh, an email to my doctor and whatnot so they can um, test for all of this. Once they test, they only test for one test. It's called TSH mm-hmm. um, for your thyroid. And then she's like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Um, there's nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, uh, no, I know something is wrong because, um, you know, I don't feel my best. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I did a little more digging because being a health coach, right? I said, like, let me dig deeper and find out um, what's wrong. And, and I figure out some of those symptoms were um, linked to Hashimoto's. And then I found um, the labs that I need to get done. I asked her, so she tests for, for the others, the antibodies. And that's when they said, oh, yeah, you were right. Mm-hmm. You have Hashimoto's. And I'm like, oh, girl, I knew this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just telling me, like, dismissing you, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's the per- um All those symptoms you're mentioning is the um, regular, normal part of being a mom. You know, you have three kids going everywhere. This, and it's okay to wake up exhausted every morning, you know, like you're doing so much. And I'm like, uh, no, that's not normal. I know my body. This is not right. And um, and then some of the symptoms were kind of similar. My heart had more. 
So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit snapping at the kids, you know, and, and moody and snapping at my husband too, you know, like, <laughs> and like, this is not right. I'm not, I'm friendly and always, you know, playing around with the kids stuff and like my self. So yeah, it, it took me a while, but um, you got to push and learn to become your own advocate because doctors, they don't listen on because um, you know the symptoms are like kind of like mimic other diseases and then like people think it's normal you know and um and that's why you get kind of like dismissed by the doctors nowadays and I'm like uh, I get so angry and passionate about it when they other clients come to me and say yeah I'm experienced almost the same things like you as you did and I'm like oh yeah I know that's why I hate doctors <laughs> yeah I mean when you feel like you know something is wrong with yourself and and first of all like that is kind of a hard thing to even bring up right because it's like well is there something wrong with me or am I just an overwhelmed exhausted mom right and then you put yourself in the position where you feel vulnerable enough and brave enough to bring it up to your doctor to then just be dismissed by your doctor and tell you, I'm going to run this one test and you know, everything's fine. Like you're just a mom. This is just how you're supposed to feel. First of all, like there's something really wrong with that, 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 that we think that people are just supposed to feel like this, like, because we're parents and because we're busy, I feel like that's a really upsetting standard to hear and I mean, I feel like a lot of people probably would have just taken that for an answer though. Like, mm -hmm. okay, well, the doctor says this is normal. Like I am really tired. I am running myself ragged. Like, I guess this is just how I feel in my life now. So yeah. how did you kind of find that confidence to advocate for yourself? And how do you even know like where to research or what, what to do next? Yeah. So some of the my confidence came from my husband because he he's been diagnosed for um, years now, but it didn't like Hashimoto's is tricky. It doesn't show up on your TSH after ten years. You struggling with the symptoms. Oh wow! Before they it will show in your TSH. In mine, TSH was normal. You know, within normal range. Once they test for the antibodies, is when they say yeah that's what's going on and seeing what, um, you know, my, his primary physician and, um, his endocrinologist were like really dismissive, like, no, there's no way to, you know, there's, we don't need to test for all these, um, labs and all these things. Um, we already know he has Hashimoto's just take this pill. They don't tell you anything about, um, what foods to eat, you know, um, what kind of lifestyle changes you need to start implementing to feel better um, and get back to at least, you know, manage it and, and, and live a little bit normal, you know, like a regular person. Of course, this is right. something that is not going to go away. But that fired me up seeing how they treated my husband. And mm -hmm. I even went sometimes to some of his appointments with the endocrinologist and I'm like, here's the book. I read this book. Um, and this is some of the things that she's saying that you need to be testing or checking or whatever. No, she's like, oh yeah, no, there's not enough scientific research for me to start ordering these labs and like, uh, didn't I just show you the book here? Where yeah. 
did a bunch of research because these books they don't come out like with out of thin air information they have to look do a lot of digging and yeah. um, scientific research and she just dismissed me again and I'm like yeah I got so mad at that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like how, how frustrating, like to see your husband go through that. And, you know, on a touch back on something you said when you were sharing your story about how the pandemic kind of gave you that opportunity to slow down and even realize that you were having these symptoms. And it's like, it's, it's just so many people that could be experiencing this that haven't been able to slow down enough to realize that, or haven't seen somebody that they care for and love go through it. It just mm-hmm. feels like that must be such a terrifying thing when you have that realization and then to go and to hear that, you know, nothing's wrong with you when you know something's wrong. I feel like that's, <laughs> I, I, I can't even put words to it. I feel like that is very intense, right? And, and being able to present resources and information to a doctor and show them like, this is what I think is wrong. When the doctors are the people like the leaders, the people that we trust, and then they're telling us, they're telling us no. So then how did you eventually get them to actually say yes, and do the tests that you wanted and needed to have done? Well, I had to fire my previous doctor. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm sick of you. I'm done. You don't listen. You dismiss me. So I, um, did did a little research and found another doctor and this new doctor she does um listens and she does um runs all the the test recently I just went a couple of weeks ago and she did um redraw my my blood work so I have a follow-up so she could tell me the results but um yeah some people don't have that choice to like, you know, they, they don't have, they might not have the time Mm -hmm. to go look for the right doctor. Where do I go? You know, where do I find, find that? So my recommendation for those people is order it yourself Mm. through um, online. I found an online um, lab that does the full thyroid panel. Um, It's called let's get check.com. So you just go in there find the the thyroid panel and um and you get like a little box thing I pinch your fingers put the blood in there send it back to the lab once you get the results they have even an app so you can check everything so you just bring it back to your doctor so they can um you know figure out okay the doses if they have to increase the medication or lower it um so that's that's the other thing that I, I do recommend a lot because most doctors, they will not do yeah. it for you. You have to like fight and change one doctor to the other and the other until yeah. you find the right one that really cares and listen up and listen to you. Yeah. And I think that what you just said about finding a doctor that cares and listens to you is, I mean, key for so many things with our health, right? Um, you said the website is letsgetchecked.com. Okay, yeah. I'll drop that in the show notes too. So if anybody is interested, they can go check that out. But I really like what you're saying about like kind of not taking no for an answer and going and finding a different doctor. And I feel like as we talk about, you know, advocating for our health in general, like this is something that we need to be okay with doing, you know, for so long, we think 
this is my doctor and I'm going to go to them and I'm going to trust what they say. And, you know, this is just the doctor I've always had, or, you know, however we get hooked up with that doctor. But I think that it's really important that you are feeling a good connection with your doctor. You're feeling that sense of trust from them and care from them as well. And it's hard right now because I feel like healthcare professionals are so burnt out from the pandemic. Like I can't even imagine the things that are being, you know, overlooked and, and missed now, but I, this was happening before the pandemic too, it, it sounds like. And so I had an experience, um, recently where I had to get comfortable advocating for myself, um, different from what you're experiencing, but I'm pregnant right now. And, um, we're in a different area than I was with my last baby. And so, you know, I found the doctor that I was going to go to, and I had a couple appointments and I had a couple phone calls with the nurse that, you know, I needed to just like ask questions. I'm really an anxious person. And so, you know, I have all these questions come up and I'm, you know, looking for somebody that can really listen to me and, and hold my hand and make me feel comfortable and safe. Right. Like that's what you want from a doctor. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't finding it from my doctor and it was really upsetting. And so I was able to leave that doctor and I made sure that I let them know exactly what I was lacking from them and find a doctor that I felt comfortable with. And now I am a bit of an assertive person. At least I've learned to be more and more to speak up for myself. Mm -hmm. And so that was something that felt good to me, but for so many people, you know, we just, that's not something that we're comfortable doing. We're not comfortable making that decision for ourselves. And it's a very important thing that we need to be able to recognize our discomfort, recognize that something isn't right and speak up and know that there are other options out there. Yes, yes, there is. And some of those, you know, those symptoms that we have with Hashimoto's, we think like, maybe it's all in my head because the doctor is saying, you know, it's, it's normal, you know, it's a normal part of being a mom or a busy professional, but yeah, like, um, deep down, you know, that's not right. But then you think maybe it's my mind is playing games with me and whatnot. And like, maybe, you know, it's, 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 they're right. Cause they're doctors, they're professionals. They know what they're doing, but you know, your body, you know, yourself and you need to speak up because every time you don't speak up, you're letting them run your life, right? Uh, or your health, because that's really important. You know, your health is really important. You you shouldn't take it um, less serious than not, you know. So that's yeah. what I, I, I like to empower all my clients. Everybody that I know is going through something similar like I did. Um, I tell them, speak up, because they are not going to be listening. They just want your money from the health insurance. And here it is, five, 10 minutes with you and bye, I got to get to the next patient because mm-hmm. I know that I used to work in the healthcare industry for over 10 years. I used to be a certified nurse assistant and I work either um, in nursing homes, healthcare facilities, and I did um, home care too. Um, and I know, because uh, I saw all those things, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, with how burnt out healthcare professionals are right now, it's going to be even harder for them to, you know, if, if they're looking at you and they're like, well, these symptoms are normal for you to have, like, it's going to be harder for them to even have the 
capability or the energy or the desire to dig deeper with you because the pandemic has just burnt them out so much, which then makes things even trickier for an already tricky situation. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of like the most common symptoms of Hashimoto's? And then what are the things that doctors are commonly mistaking it with? Like we talked about like, oh, you're just a tired mom, which that just blows my mind. But what are some other things that they can mistake it with? So some of the symptoms that um, a woman with Hashimoto's or even men, because like I said, my husband has it. Um, It's like, um, you know, you have brain fog, you forget stuff, you get um, fatigue, you're always tired, not energy to wake up, Um, low sex drive, um, mood swings, you have weight gain or weight loss, um, unexplained because you don't know where it's coming from, Um, irregular periods, some women experience that, Um, cold intolerance or hot flashes, um, dry skin, brittle nail, your hair, it's falling out and you don't know why. Mm. Um, yeah. And sometimes like the third of your eyebrow is, is missing. Mm. I think that's, you know, normal. They might mistake it. Um, you know, oh, she's just stressed. So it might be some symptoms of stress, you know, so I'm like, yeah, it might be stress. Um, with my cold intolerance, um, my nails turning purple, um, they discover it was rhinitis, um phenomenon or disease. Some people, it depends. Some people call it different ways. But rhinitis, um, it's another autoimmune disease. Mm. So it turns like numbs my finger. The cold weather here in Massachusetts makes it even worse. So I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, they figure out two things in one and, you know, but um, yeah, that's most of the the symptoms that people um, struggle with. Yeah. And that, I mean, as you're saying these symptoms, I'm just like, that also sounds like burnout and overwhelm and like stress. And I mean, yeah, I can see why that's so, so hard to diagnose and I have that uh, thyroid disease in my family um, on my mom's side. And, you know, so I commonly get my thyroid tested, but it's always just the, what do you call it? TSA. Yeah. So it's always just that, that they test. And I never even really realized that, you know, there was more testing that you can do for something like this. And the things that it can be commonly mistaken with are just like, things that are normal that shouldn't be. But like you said, you know, your body. And if you really know that there's something not right, like you don't have to feel miserable every day. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, I know there's so many other tests that they don't, they don't tell you the only test for that. And like I said, um, it takes 10 years for your TSH to be out of walk so it will show in the labs and if they're only testing for that you know or they only do like a thyroid ultrasound you might not have any thyroid nodules I don't have none of those and they check you know and like they always did because I had an aunt in the Dominican Republic that had um thyroid hypothyroidism and um and they always said oh let me just check every year when you do your physical you know your 
thyroid, but it, it was only TSH. And they did the thyroid ultrasound and it was always, oh yeah, it's fine. You don't have anything. It's, it's normal. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, now I figure out it wasn't normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That is, that's so challenging, but I'm so glad that you found how to advocate for yourself and to really get some answers. Right. And I think that that's a really powerful thing that you were able to do. So it sounds like the, the direction that you are going to really help women is not only with discovering the Hashimoto's, but also the struggle to lose weight. And it sounds like weight, weight loss is kind of a, one of the major symptoms of Hashimoto's. So what have you found to be helpful to kind of work through that? Yes. So some, most of the people with Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism, they have a really hard time to lose weight. They gain it out of nothing, just drinking water and you gain a bunch of pounds. Okay. (laughs) Where this is coming from. Yeah. And then when you're trying to do what, um, your friend it's doing keto. Oh, she's doing this and that, or she's counting macros and I'm going to do that. Um, she's taking this shake plan. I'm going to try that and see if I can lose this weight. And you see her lose all the weight and then you're still the same and you feel frustrated because you're like, what's wrong with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's that because the weight loss approach for a person with hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's is totally different. What I have noticed and I experiment with myself and other clients that I have helped um, lose the weight is um, doing the AIP diet, the autoimmune protocol. So this, this helps you, you know, um, feel better, you know, reduce the symptoms because you're doing like an elimination phase um, with the autoimmune protocol. It's like, it has three phases, the elimination phase, then the um, reintroduction phase, and then you maintain it right after you started reintroducing some stuff. So you're going to take away some of the things that you think are healthy for you. They they might not be helping you with your thyroid condition. And then after you do that for 30 days, you're going to start again, reintroducing some of the stuff um, and see how your body's reacting to it. And once you figure out, okay, I can have eggs again. I can have um, night sheds again. I don't have this um, joint pain or different symptoms that you have to watch out for. Um, then you can just craft that um, autoimmune protocol for you. You know, it's just a maintenance um, for you. Everybody's different. What works for me doesn't work for everybody. Um, I had a client that she was struggling with um, Hashimoto's and she had joint pain, but I didn't. And I'm like, see, we are both women. We both have Hashimoto's. She's experiencing different symptoms. That's what I'm doing. And, um, so yeah, it's, everybody's different. And I know that, um, proving with myself and with my previous clients and current clients that, um, the autoimmune protocol is the way to go to manage your, um, thyroid condition and live a normal life. Right. It's not going to go away, but you know, at least you're surviving and, and, feeling normal, feeling like yourself again, because you have all this energy and you know, certain foods to watch out because those trigger 
an autoimmune response in your body. And then you say, okay, let me stay away from that because I know if I eat, let's say tomatoes, I get joint pain. Let's say if I eat eggs, I get a rash or something, you know? So it takes some time, trial and error. You're going to try and see what works for you. Everybody's different, but once you figure it out, you're know, like, finally, yeah. <laughs> my antibodies are going down. My lab works is showing that it's everything. It's looking good. It's within range. I feel good. And you're going to have all that energy back again. Perfect. And, and once you're feeling better, you know, it seems like you'll probably start to lose some of that weight as well. Does that help with that? Or is that still? Well, with the autoimmune protocol, it's not specifically for weight loss. It's mm-hmm. most for managing the symptoms, reducing them. Right. But, um, there is a tricky thing that you have to do for, um, the weight loss that I do is like, um, reduce a little bit of the carbs that you eat, you know, go a little low carb. And, um, and I show them about intermittent fasting, um, not regularly, but you know, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's a little combination of different stuff, the autoimmune protocol, a little low carb and a little bit of intermittent fasting. And that's what I do personally. And it has worked for me yeah. and for my past clients and current clients. It's, it's working. Yeah. I think that's great. And I, the, the idea of the AIP diet, I feel like, you know, I like that the weight loss isn't the main goal because you want to get yourself feeling good. And when you're feeling better, you're able to do more and you're able to understand your body a lot more. And then, you know, that weight loss will come as a result of that, which I I think it's great that that's not like the main focus of it because you're Mm -hmm. already going through so much. You don't want like the strict diet so that you can lose weight on top of it. But I think there's something to be said about, you know, the power that the food that we put in our bodies has, and that just by a little bit of trial and error, or maybe a lot of bit of trial and error and that elimination process and figuring out how you react to certain things. Like if that can help you feel better and you have the control to do that right away, um, is that something that you would recommend even trying before you get that diagnosis from the doctor? Yes, it is worth it. Um, most people, they start, they think they suspect they might have an, an autoimmune condition, Hashimoto's, other stuff, lupus, and they start, okay, um, I'm going to go through the autoimmune protocol and see how I feel, you know, because it's really, sometimes it's hard to find that um, diagnosis in some people with autoimmunity. Sometimes they don't even get that diagnosis. But um, if they start doing the autoimmune protocol, they will see the, the difference because they start having like a little less of the symptoms that they're struggling with. They're going to feel a little bit more energized. They're going to start working out, you know, looking into other things to do. And they will feel like themselves again and, and feel much, much better. And I always do recommend. I have a friend um, who is currently seeking um, diagnosis for lupus. And she just started the autoimmune protocol and she's like, yeah, I feel a little bit much better. I'm noticing a few differences and she's still working with her doctors and different doctors to figure out if she does have the lupus, you know, so it takes some time, but it is worth it. Yeah. And if you're feeling good with that, the way of eating, then, you know, whether the doctor tells you that's what you have or not, you know, listen to your body and keep doing that. Keep letting yourself feel 
good and feel better. I think that's, that's such a great piece of advice that people can try if they're feeling frustrated, like they're not getting answers and, you know, see if that's helpful for them. I love that. And where can you find information on the AIP diet? Is that something that you teach or is it something that you have to like go to a specialist? I do teach because I am a certified um, AIP coach. Um, And I do teach this, how to start and implement the the autoimmune protocol with every client that I have. And I guide them through through it, coach them through it and and teach them all the things that they need to do and what to watch out and whatnot. And if they are looking for more information outside, they can check my Instagram. I have a lot of good information there. And um, one of the teachers for the course, the AIP certification course that I did is Dr. Sarah Ballantyne. She did, um, she has a book and she has a blog. It's called the Paleo Mom blog. And she explains a lot of stuff there. Like, do I have this autoimmune disease or whatever? You just put it there in the search engine in her blog and you'll find a lot of stuff. I was featured there in her blog too um, last summer. And you will find if you Google a little bit there, you will find um, that um, that I was a AIP coach feature in that blog, and it's 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 amazing the work that she does because she's like a scientist and she looks all those research and all these things and all these nerdy stuff. And <laughs> you know, I I don't like much of that because my brain doesn't function that way. Um, I like easy stuff and that's the way that I teach um, every client that I have and I make it easy and fun and I teach I had some of um, clients that they are Hispanic like me and they said the best part of working with you was that you made it possible for me to keep eating my Hispanic foods right like uh, the normal things that we grew up eating you know and you, you just went went out of your way and figure out which foods I can still have, you know? So, yeah. That's awesome. That's going to be such a great feeling. And I feel like, you know, what you do and speaking up about this and resources like the paleo mom blog and the things that are out there to help women and men who are feeling this way, I've utilized those resources, right? Like the doctors might not be giving you what you want to hear, but there is so much out there that, is ready and willing to help you get through what you're experiencing. I want to just get, I know we talked about this a lot, but final thoughts on the advice that you'd give someone who feels like there's something wrong, but they're just not getting those answers that they need. They need to really empower themselves and advocate for themselves. You know, best, you know, your body, keep talking to your doctor. If they don't, and if you suspect that you might have Hashimoto's, um, do um, go check on letsgetcheck.com and get those labs there. And that way you can bring it to your doctor and say, see, I told you I might have Hashimoto's in your face. Yeah, that's got to be a good feeling. Like, I told you so. <laughs> Listen yeah. to me. Yeah. Awesome. Great advice. And then the question that we ask everyone who comes on the show is if you could give one piece of advice for balancing business and motherhood, what would that be? 
that will be taking care of yourself and do as much self-care as you can. Personally, I love doing um, journaling in the morning, meditating, first thing before the kids get up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, and I do that, and that centers me and balances me to start my day better. And you show up differently. You're going to be a better mom, a better person, a better friend, wife, whatever, right? And, and you feel, because you're going to feel much better. And I mm -hmm. love listening to my um, morning affirmations, you know, to um, empower myself and feel a little bit better about everything. You might have a, not might have a good day, but if, when I do those things, I feel a little bit better, even though, you know, maybe I woke up with low energy, but I still manage to do better if I do these things, the meditation and the journaling, than if I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Those sacred quiet minutes before yes. the kids wake up that we take to ourselves. Those are the best. They are. And honestly, I mean, I love that you said, you know, taking care of yourself and practicing self-care because ladies advocating for yourself is also a huge way to take care of yourself and take, you know, practice that self-care. So I just, yeah, I think that's so, so important. Okay. Well, this has been super, super informative. I feel like so many people listening are going to be like, wait a second, do I have Hashimoto's? Because I feel this way and I know there's something wrong. And so if this just, if this is opening your eyes to make you just think about what's going on with your body, please, please, please make sure that you're advocating for yourself. You're taking that time to figure out what's going on and reach out to Onelli because she has a ton of resources that can help you figure it out. You're not in this alone. And I think that's a really important thing to remember. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Before we let you go, we got to do the hot mess moment. I know we've been talking all business here, serious yes. business, but we need to get into a little bit of fun, which is my favorite part of the show. So this is your chance to share an embarrassing moment or confession about a time where you've been a total hot mess. Well, <laughs> I was a total hot mess back in December trying to do my first Instagram live. And um, I went in there, right? And I show up and I was going to give um, people a few tips on how, how to survive the holidays with Hashimoto's. I got seven tips there. I went, <laughs> got so nervous and I started like rambling and like, I cut it short and I'm like, oh my God, I'm a hot mess. And I didn't save it on my feet because I'm like, oh, no. oh, this is awful. And I like almost at the end when I was going to cut, my daughter shows up in the room and like, like, mommy, like, oh, my brothers are bugging me. And I'm like, no, I'm not putting this in my feet. <laughs> Hey, you got the kinks out though, right? Like <laughs> it's hard to go live. There's been times where I've felt the same way and I've just like, cut it short. Like I've just stopped, like, this is not going well. And I'll just stop it and start over and be like, there was a connection error. Sorry. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm sorry. You got the lady from my app. I, I, I didn't save. And like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed. I'm not showing this online. <laughs> we would show up live and saw me rambling, like trying to explain more of those tips. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this is not working. I'm talking <laughs> garbage here. <laughs> Let me cut it short. Oh my God. It was total failure. 
Oh my gosh. Well, that's how we grow and learn and you're not alone. I mean, yeah, we've all been there. Live is live is tricky. It's a tricky thing to do. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh my goodness. Well, okay. Before we let you go, please tell everybody where they can find you. We'll link everything in the show notes, those resources you mentioned, um, and the little special offer that you have, if you want to share that and then where people can find you. Yes. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram. I'm most active there. Um, it's Onelli Eats. You can find me there. Um, I have ton of resources in my feed. Um, and I have a free checklist, symptoms checklist for Hashimoto's. So you guys can download it. It's going to be in the show notes. Like, um, And that way you can figure out, okay, like if I have some of all these symptoms, there's something that you can then consider and go talk to your doctor and, and get the right test. And if you still don't know which test to, to ask your doctor, reach out to me on Instagram and I will let you know which ones to to go check um, and tell your doctor which ones to do. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for what you're doing. I feel like you are just one of those people who's out there empowering women to take care of themselves and, and to help. And it's just such a beautiful thing. So thank you for what you do. And thank you for coming on the show and sharing today. And until next time, you've got this mamas. Stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.